from Ben Shapiro becoming the number one rapper in the world to three of our servicemen killed in Iran. This is a wake up call that we must get right before it's too late. All of that and more on today's episode. Facts over facts over tracks is a mess, spitting slow, spitting fast. I could roast, I could gas, think I'm okay at last, but I don't know if that can erase all the past. With all of the schooling, indoctrination, and suppression of facts, no wonder why Gen Z has a tilted view of how reality really is. It's sad but true to get the truth, you must, one, spend money, and two, know where to look for it. This is because, as some people don't want to admit, Google suppresses views it does not agree with. Even though you may think that you get 1 billion search results when you go to search for something, in reality, you are not. Instead, you are only going to go on the first three pages of Google. That's if Google did not even update your browser because it doesn't even have pages anymore. It just has results. About 30 sources you may look at, Google knows that most of these sources are the same exact leaning in political views. So you're not going to get any other facts rather than exactly what they want you to see. Most people give up after the first page or after about 10 results. Even though Google has the tools to make sure that it at least the first page, you get two different views so then you can form your own opinion it doesn't. This is because Google as a company doesn't care about truth. They don't want you to think for yourself. They would rather have you on the same page as everyone else, especially during an election year, when this is the most important thing. Google blocks ads saying the truth. You know, that our economy is on fire, our world that we saw just a few years ago at peace is now on fire. No one can afford anything at the market, and we call this situation good. That's wrong. This is exactly why when it comes to my generation in particular, Gen Z, it was hard to break the bond that I was born into. The look up on Google, trust what the authorities quote unquote tell you, just go along to get along. But that's not the best way. At the end of the day, you would feel way better about yourself when you are standing up for what is right. Not just because somebody over there told you that you should feel a certain way towards this thing over here. If you ask Gen Z right now, if they would rather save their dog or a drowning person, they would say the dog. What does this tell you about society that we live in? It says that we are living Living in a society that it doesn't value human life. Instead, it follows a moral compass primarily made up of what you want to do on a single day without any thought of what you should do for the greater good or for your country. Speaking of doing things for your country, Gen Z hates this country and all of our ancestors merely because we were born at a time different than our ancestors. Not one person said that George Washington was right to have slaves, but we can't take away the greatest achievements of all time merely because of that. All of that being said, we are still neglecting the most important thing, our schooling. Not a lot of people growing up in my generation actually learned anything the last few years of high school. Let me tell the truth here. Everyone is looking up the answers on Google instead of using their head, then writing it down on the piece of paper and then forgetting about it, and then regurgitating it for the test. To prove this, ask someone in person what year America was founded, and you will be shocked by what you see or what you hear, because they will not tell you anything close to 1776. And that's the sad reality of the fact. With that being said, Let's move on to the media's takes. Now I'm not a writer. Okay. 
before we actually dig into the media's takes, I just want to say that we are actually having a sale over at shop.orgiosudios. If you use code New Year, you can save 15% off on Common Sense Isn't Common. You can also save 15% off when it comes to the Rujo Studios tumbler. If you do want to have a vessel to keep your water or a nice tumbler to keep your coffee, you can check out the link down below or check out shop.orgiosudios for 15% off. Code New Year and free shipping everywhere in America because America is the best country. So starting off with the media's takes, we actually have a couple of different articles here and we're going to start off with the most important. So there is a war in the Middle East that's brewing. It's very, very upsetting and it's a very, very stressful time for a lot of people because of the fact that our military men were just killed. Now, we already knew that this was bound to happen. We were just trying to prepare for the situation to actually happen. And the only reason why this situation even happened was because of the fact that Joe Biden was weak on foreign policy. If he was not weak on foreign policy and we had the same exact moral and we had the same exact on foreign policy as what we did under Trump, then we wouldn't have to worry about any of this because we would be strong on foreign policy. We would know that other countries want to take advantage of us, but we don't let them take advantage of us. Well, instead, what we do is we have America first. We say, no, listen, we need to make sure that our military troops are safe. We need to make sure that we have all of the all of the support that they that they need. We need to make sure that um that other countries know that if they mess around with us, this is the equation. If they mess around with us, then they find out. And the more you mess around, the more you find out. It's the equation. It's the graph. It's it's the meme. It's everything because of the fact that it's true. And apparently it's not true during the Biden administration. So let's dig into an article I have right here. It's from the Daily Wire. United States releases names of soldiers murdered in terror attack. Details on how attack happened. So, the United States military released the identities of three soldiers that were murdered by the Iranian-backed terrorist attack in the Middle East over the weekend, as well as the details about how the attack unfolded. Sergeant William Josserin Rivers, 46, of Georgia, Spock Kennedy Landon Sanders, 24, of Georgia, Spark uh, Brianna Alexandra Mosfet, 23, of Georgia, died January 28th, 2024, in Jordan, when a one-way unmanned aerial system, OWUAS, impacted their con container housing units, the Department of De Defense said in a statement. Um, River Sanders and Moffett were assigned to the 718th Engineer Company, 926th Engineer Bellaton, 926th Engineer Bur Brigade, Fort Moore, Georgia, the statement added. More than 30 soldiers were injured in the attack, United States of officials said on Sunday, adding that they were positive that the attack was carried out by radical Iranian-backed militant groups operating in Syria and Iraq. United States officials said that it was a suicide drone evaded detection by United States forces because it closely trailed a United States drone that was returning to the base at the same time, Politico reported. Retired General, General Joseph Vidal, who served as head of the, of the United States Central Command from 2016 to 2019, said that the United States strike on Iranian soldier shouldn't be off the table. Iran, I think it's reasonable for this, Vidal said. Iran is always trying to push the limits as far as they can go. This report has been updated. Okay, so again, a lot of people are taking the wrong things from this information here. 
And we cannot sit here and say, okay, we need to get into another war, another losing war. We had a lot, a lot of losing wars in the past. We do not want to go up against Iran. I would say hundreds of thousands of our military troops will die in this conflict. We need to make sure that we are using our brains here. We can't just use our hearts and say, listen, it's a very, very sad day. God bless these people. God bless the families of the people that died. But we can't sit here and say we need to just get into another war by losing more people. We need to sit here and we need to say, listen, we need to be strong on Iran. We need to let them know that this cannot be retaliated. But we cannot lose hundreds of thousands of military officials in a war with Iran. We can't do that. But we can be harsh on them. Don't give them any more money, Joe Biden. Don't give them all of your... Uh, don't give, don't unlock their funds so then they can go and do terror in their, in their country. No. Bankrupt them as a country. Okay? What you need to do is bankrupt them because we have... We're letting them join the world trade... We're letting, we're not, how, how, we don't have any sanctions on them. So there's things that we can do behind the scenes without directly involving our military. Now, if they continue to attack us, we give them a warning. Once we give them a warning, because, I mean, Joe Biden has made it unclear whether he will support um, Israel or not support Israel. So he made it very unclear. This is exactly why you need to be very precise in your language from the very beginning, or else this would have never happened. So, just like Trump was. Trump was very, very, very precise in his language. And he said, listen, if you mess with around with us, you're going to be blown up as a country. You're not going to have a country. He didn't even need to do anything. He had four years, zero wars, because they didn't know if he was going to do it or if, or if he was just um, buffing, if he was just bluffing. They didn't know whether he was or whether, whether he wasn't. So that's why they said, no, nah, you know, it's better to just stay out of this war. It's better to just stay out of it. It's okay. We'll, we'll do something when, when he leaves office. But then if he never left office, this would have never happened. So yeah, like I said, we need to be very, very strong on them. But we cannot attack them in a unthought-provoking way. We can't, we can't attack them and then say, okay, now we're going to send 100,000 of our military troops over there. No, we cannot kill American people because of a war, a, another war that we're going to lose. Okay, we had lots of wars that we went and, and spent millions and billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars, just like in Afghanistan, and we failed that. Just like um, around the around the world, we had multiple, multiple wars that we just lost. Lost again, lost again, lost again. Lost our American lives, lost billions of dollars, lost this, lost that, lost this. We cannot do this again. We need to make sure that we're strategic in our plans. Now, we can't just hit Iran and hit them hard now. No, like some people are saying, no. You need to think about what you're saying before you say it because that sounds stupid. We need to make a strategic plan so then they don't attack us again and they don't have the funding to attack us or anybody else in the Middle East again. They were almost bankrupt under Trump. Now they're fully funded thanks to Joe Biden. That's Joe Biden's fault. So moving on to the next article, we actually have a Federalist article. We have Rep. Elad Omar represents everything wrong with America's immigration system. And it's very, very true. So if you did not know the situation of what happened with Elad Omar, um, I'll tell you the situation here. So immigration and border policy should first serve the interests of Americans to the ex exclusion of all other peoples and nations. 
Here's a clip going around of Democrat Rep. Alan Omar taking to a group of Somalians about her priorities as a United States congressman. What Alan Omar says is intrusive, not just about her general worldview, but mostly and more importantly, about her backward of and de destructive of our immigration system is. Omar is a woman of the left, but her speech over the weekend was pure blood and soil nationalism for Somalia, not America. She tells them she's a Somalian first and Muslim second. She doesn't even mention the United States or her citizenship here. She promises to use her power and influence in Congress to protect her nation's interests. Again, a nation being Somalia, not America. Speaking in Somali, Omar tells the cheering crowd that her, quote, top priority is to expand Somalia's territory. As Somalis, one day we will go after our missing territories, she says, referencing disputed regions in Kenya and Ethiopia. She brags that the United States government, quote, will only do what Somalians in the United States tell them to do. They will not do anything we want. They will do anything we want and nothing else. They must follow our orders, and that is how we will safeguard the interests of Somalia. We Somalians must have the confidence in ourselves that we call the shots in the United States, uh, which is very weird, by the way. In light of Omar's candidness, it's fair to ask, quote, why is she allowed to serve in Congress? Why is she even allowed to remain in the United States? Omar is an immigrant and a United States citizen, but clearly she is not an American. She appears to have the no allegiance to her adopted country, a country that took her in, sheltered her and protected her, provided a safe haven from the chaos and violence of her homeland, and elevated her to a position of power and influence. Yeah, and I completely agree. So she's going to sit here and say, oh, America is such a bad country. Oh, no, Somalia first. Oh, we must care about Somalia, Somalia, Somalia. If Somalia was so great, why did you leave Somalia to come to America? over 40 years ago because at this point you're about 70 so why 50 years ago did you leave somalia to come to america if somalia was so great you're constantly saying about how great somalia is and that united states congress will do whatever we somalians want them to do and nothing else blah 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 blah, blah. why didn't you stay there stay in somalia if you love somalia so much you will have a one-way ticket to somalia we will retract your citizenship, and then what? And then you will be complaining that what? That, you know, it's dangerous over here, okay? You, well, you said that Michigan is more dangerous than Somalia, so if you can stay in Michigan, then you can stay in Somalia. It doesn't make a lot of sense here. It, it's just annoying. When people that are in Congress attack America, um, I mean, when people attack America that are in Congress, there's two different ways to attack America. There's a way to attack America in a way that you're going to actually help them out in the long run. And then there's a way to attack America and say, no, no, America cannot be fixed. America can be fixed. You're in Congress. You can fix it. You can help be the solution, not the problem. But she instead chooses to be the problem. Moving on to the next Federalist article, we have Biden has the power to end the border crisis without Congress. He just doesn't want it. So the White House, corporate media, and even Senate Republicans claim Democrats' open border amnesty bill which does more to secure Ukraine than it does the United States, is one way to successfully curb the influx of more than 10 million illegal border crossers. The real power of the end to the end to end the record-breaking southern border crisis, however, lies with President Joe Biden, who previously used his executive order to undo all of his predecessor's safeguards. He simply isn't wielding it.
quote, have you did anything you can do with executive order authority? So a reporter actually asked Joe Biden if he has done anything that he could possibly do with the executive authority on the border. And he said, I've done all I can do. Just give me the power. Give me the border patrol. Give me the people, the judges. Give me the people who can stop this and make it work right, Biden replied. It's, it's just stupid because how are you going to sit here and say, well, Trump used all of his executive authority and he overstepped it and he's going to be a dictator. How can he be a dictator if you can't even do anything without Congress? So you're contradicting yourself because you know that you can do things without Congress using an executive order, knowing that you signed into law using your pen and your paper to make sure that a lot of people do not have to pay their debt that they themselves got themselves into. So he's the one that single-handedly made sure through executive order that people, the, the debt that people had going to college is now erased. And then the Supreme Court came in and said, no, 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 Joe Biden, you cannot do that. We're not gonna, we're not gonna allow it. And then he did it anyway. So uh, he can still do that. I mean, he legally cannot do that, but he can still try to do it with executive orders. That's the point I'm making here. If you can do all that with executive orders, why can't you do this? Uh, John Kirby, Biden's coordinator for strategic communications at the National Security Council, also denied during a White House press briefing on Monday that Biden was with was withholding executive action on the border until he gets the money from the Senate border deal. Shortly after, he confirmed the administration's stance. After is that, which is that, the proper way forward is to get the su supplemental passed. Um, Democrats' not-so-secret long game is to blame the ongoing border crisis on House Republicans who refused to give the Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell's manipulation tactics by passing a bad border bill. Um, Republicans like Senator James Linkford, who was chastised by his state's GOP for playing fast and loose with Democrats on our border policy, want you to believe that their negotiations are the only path forward. They want you to believe that this administration they swore to punish for the border's collapse is making a good faith effort to fix it. But even Trump, who was Ms. Mitch McConnell's original target for ire, saw through the establishment senator's sham. Um, quote, they are using this horrific Senate bill as a way of being able to put the border disaster onto the shoulders of Republicans. The Democrats broke the border. They should fix it. No legislation is needed. It's already there, Trump wrote on so Truth Social. Um, during his first hours in the Oval Office on January 20th, 2021, Biden halted construction on Trump's border wall. The former vice president also rescinded the Republicans' executive order of refusing federal funding to sanctuary cities, harboring illegal mi migrants, discouraged the immediate reversal of illegal border crosses who committed crimes and toppled Trump's remain in Mexico pol policy. Now, this is because of the fact that it had a big gold sign that said Trump policy. And then Joe Biden said, oh, get him. And then they all banded together and then they just dismantled everything that Trump did just because Trump put his his small hands on it. Just because Trump put his hands on it, they said, oh, no, uh, uh, that's bad. Get him. Like, what? What are you talking about? That's a good policy. Leave it. Leave the policy if it's working. If it ain't broken, don't fix it. Don't touch it. It's not broken. Okay. Joe Biden touches it. Oh, he broke it. Listen, you can do the same thing that Trump did. It does not matter. We're telling you to do the same thing that Trump did. It's going to be easier in the election year. Listen, do the same thing that Trump did. Turn into Trump, and then I won't have a problem with you. 
do all the policies that Trump did. You'll be more popular. You're a Democrat, whatever. Do the same policies, the exact same policies, I mean, like every single policy that Trump did, Joe Biden should do. And then I, I'll like Joe Biden because Joe Biden just turned into Trump, but that's not going to happen. So until that day, I will vote for Trump. <laughs> it's just that simple. Biden's day one proclamations were just the beginning of what the world what would become the 296 executive actions on immigration and Southern um, security boundary in his first year. Since then, the Democrat has continued to loosen border enforcement by demanding agents avoid making arrests, scaling back ICE deportation, and reinstating Obama-era catch and release. Overall, nearly one-third of Biden border actions were reversals of his predecessor's policies. Um, Biden's pen doesn't simply hold the power to undo our nation's defenses. On October 2023, the Democrat waived 26 federal laws to resume construction of the border wall to comply with a 2018 appropriations bill. Unlike Trump, who had to jump through judiciary hoops every time he tried to secure the southern border, Biden could cut off hundreds of thousands of people without a hitch, thanks to the administrative state's disinterest in opposing its preferred presidential pawn. The only reason Biden has yet to use his power to secure the border and, and sedate voters who say illegal immigration is their top concern heading into the 2024 election is simply because he does not want to. With one stroke of a pen, our commander-in-chief could authorize the return of law and order to our border by shutting it down. With one press conference, he could threaten Mexico with steep tariffs, for being in occupants to this crisis as Trump did. Instead, Biden is using more time and effort to pump up legislation that would codify the crisis and fight a state that wants to defend itself against an invasion. Biden never had a change of heart about our national security crisis. He never wanted to secure the border. His decision was to throw his weight behind controversial um, yeah, controversial border legislation instead of exercising his executive authority simply means that the bill fits perfectly in his deliberative plan to run a borderless nation. And I completely agree. Trump knew what to do when it came to defending this great nation. Joe Biden, on the other hand, does not want to defend this nation because he does not care what happens ultimately in the future because he's going to be dead Joe Biden's going to be dead, but Trump, on the other hand, cares about what we have to go through, what his sons have to go through, what his what his family has to go through. Joe Biden doesn't care. He does whatever his party tells him to do, and that's it. That's what Joe Biden does. Now compare that to Trump. Trump actually cares. Trump made the economy better for us. Trump did everything that he possibly could to have us have a better life. That's what you, we call a president. But... On the other hand, we have Joe Biden, which is a complete failure, making sure that everything in the grocery stores, like you said at the beginning of the show, is more money than it has ever in the past. Um, making sure that interest rate is at an all-time high. People can't even afford to get a house. And the crime is at an all-time high. That's the Joe Biden administration for you in a nutshell. Moving with a few more articles, we do have a Daily Wire article of man posts video on YouTube of father's head after decapitation charged with murder report says so a reportedly a 32 year old man was arrested in in pennsylvania on tuesday night right after he allegedly posted a video on youtube showing his father's decapitated head and calling for the assassination of multiple federal officers the suspect posted a 14 minute video on youtube which was eventually removed by the platform in which he called for his father who he claims was a federal employee a traitor to the country 
The Middletown Township Police Department charged the suspect with first-degree murder, abuse of corpse, in possession of an instrument of crime with intent. The suspect ranted about politics for a duration of the video and appeared to be suffering from some kind of serious um, psychiatric condition as which he claimed that he was now an, the acting president of the United States and that he had a powerful militia at his disposal and that he would become the president in 2020 if the FBI stopped him. Um, this is just crazy. Um, this is exactly why See, when crazy things happen like this and people go bonkers, people start saying, oh, well, these are these are the conservatives right here. Show your real colors. This is not the conservatives. It's a crazy person. It's like if somebody on the left was to do something wrong, like there's there in the past was Bernie Sanders supporters causing terror and actually hurting people and actually going around and terrorizing people. But we're not going to go and sit here and call and say, Bernie Sanders, you're responsible for this. It does not make any sense just because somebody has a political aff affiliation, quote unquote, um, with a political person. It does not mean that everybody within that political sphere is also responsible for that. It doesn't make any sense. Um, the suspect called for the federal employee to be killed, captured or tortured for information that he could expose secret networks of of traitors that have infiltrated the United States government. He asked the Pennsylvania governor, Josh Shapiro, not to be harmed in that the president, Joe Biden, ha be captured and brought to him in Pennsylvania, which is just weird. Um, he asked that top Biden officials, including Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, join his, his revolution, and he later issued a $1 million bounty on FBI Director Chris Wray. Attorney General Merrick Garland, former Attorney General Bill Barr, and Supreme Court Justice John uh, Roberts, he asked that the United States Postal Service break away from the federal government and fight in his resolution against the government. The suspect claimed that former Democratic and Republican presidential candidate um, sacrificed their campaigns for him, and political people saw him as the best candidate for president and believed that he was, a, he was the Massah. Okay, so this is just crazy. Um, pe and people should just write this off as crazy. People are sitting here saying, well, this is because of this and that, and this is because of all the research you could do. No, it's not. This guy's crazy. That's it. Okay, this guy is crazy. This guy's insane. This does not matter what he saw online or who he supported online. He's crazy. Now, moving into the next article. We do have another Daily Wire article. We have DeSantis beats Disney. Federal judge tosses Disney's lawsuit claiming DeSantis retaliated against them. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis beat Disney on Wednesday after a federal judge tossed the company's lawsuit that claimed the governor retaliated against the company. The company filed a lawsuit after DeSantis dismantled a special Disney-controlled tax district and gave them the power to govern themselves claiming that he retaliated against them for publicly crit criticizing his Florida Parental Rights in Education Act, which empowers parents to make the best decisions for raising their child and protects children from being exposed to dangerous leftist gender ideologies in school. Um, and this is exactly what should be done because Disney as a company that is centered around children and children having a great time in their theme parks and escaping from reality should not be interfering in politics in, in, in actually saying that parents don't have the right to actually say how they want their children to grow up by telling them which school that their, their own daughters and their own sons can go to. Instead, having the city assign them that school. 
So Disney needs to stay out of politics or else something else is going to happen to a big company just like this. Universal could get their tax district taken away if they do have one. But the thing is, they don't because Disney was the only Disney was the only theme park in the whole entire United States that had a tax district. So they were being treated unfairly compared to all of the other theme parks anyway. So you might as well just put them on the same exact level level if they're not going to acknowledge that they have an advantage over everybody else. Doesn't make any sense here. Um, a spokesperson for DeSantis said that the ruling was proof that the corporate kingdom was over in Orlando as Republicans celebrated that outcome. Um, as stated by Governor DeSantis when he signed HB 9B, the kingdom, the corporate kingdom is over, said press secretary Jeremy Redfrem. The days of Disney controlling its own government and being pla placed above the law are long gone. The federal court's decision made it clear that Governor DeSantis was correct. Disney is still one of the many company corporations in the state, and they do not have the right to their own special government. In short, as long predicted, case dismissed. I completely agree with this decision. I completely stand with DeSantis. I have said this at the time, that DeSantis was completely right for telling Disney to just kick rocks because Disney needs to kick rocks or else they're not going to learn their lesson and they're going to push farther and they're going to push farther and they're going to push farther, okay? Just like how our next story, Elad Omar, is just pushing farther and pushing farther and pushing farther. Um, she's actually advocating for her homeland of Somalia. So... A lot of people are saying that she said this and she said that. It doesn't matter what she said. All that matters is that she's a United States, she's in the United States Congress, and she's sitting here not speaking in the foreign in the formal language that the majority of Americans speak. That's what a lot of people are missing here. It does not matter what she says or exactly what she said or oh we're translating it wrong and oh we misunderstood what she said. We wouldn't have to go through this if she just spoke in English. If she spoke in English, the majority of her representatives or who she represents in Congress, you know, the American people because she's a United States congressman, would not have to sit here and try to translate from another language that we do not know. So if she sat here and, and said whatever she said in English, we would have never had this problem. Now, obviously, um, I do give her some account of some credibility that she said, uh, OK, it's wrong. But she said she didn't say what's wrong. But then I looked up on an AI platform that she actually was right, that she didn't exactly say this quote and quote words. But the thing is, at the same exact time, I don't care what she said. It's what you're saying while saying it or how you're saying it. That's what that's what matters here. So she's speaking Somalia. She's speaking Somalian in the United States district in the United States of America. OK, that's the problem here. United States congressmen, congressmen need to speak English. Then, you know what? We will not have this problem. If you spoke English, we will not have this problem. You know why? Because we speak English. So there should be no problems at all about the translation going wrong. You know why? Because we speak English. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness graciousness. Isn't that so easy to understand? Even Ellen Omar can understand. And, you know, a lot of people have really hard times understanding, especially Joe Biden, which speaking of Joe Biden, People are saying that the D Biden GOG DOJ is actually targeting more pro-life pro protesters. So, according to the Daily Wire, anger erupted online on Tuesday following the Biden uh, Department of Justice 
successful prosecution of another six pro-life protesters who now face more than a decade behind bars and hundreds of thousands of dollars in fines. Um, following a protest back in 2021, the activists who were not accused of any violence were found guilty in Tennessee courtroom of conspiracy against rights secured by the FACE Act in committing FACE Act violations. The FACE Act is a Clinton-era law that criminalizes the use of force, force or th threats of force that prevent someone from accessing an abortion clinic. A quote-unquote, a grand total of zero people have been arrested for protesting outside of the homes of the Supreme Court justices after Roe v. Wade was overturned, um, which is a federal crime. But peaceful, pro-life protesters now face 11 years in jail for praying outside of an abortion clinic, conservative strategist Greg Price posted on Tuesday, emphasizing the apparently political-based application of federal laws. And I completely agree here. The, um, uh, Matt Walsh blasted the DOJ for its, quote, full-on Soviet-style corruption and prosecution. I completely agree. Um, the libs of talk TikTok said that the Biden regime is evil and corrupt to the core. They're jailing pro-life protesters for praying and singing. Meanwhile, most BLM and Antifa protesters had their charges dropped. Democrats staged multiple insurrections taking over capitals in Democrat-run cities are riddled with crime as their soft-on-crime DAs let violent criminals go free. The Democrats accuse us of fascism. This is real fascism. They always accuse of us of what themselves are doing. And I completely agree with that because of the fact that they will not throw away any of the of the actual protesters on January I mean on they will not throw away any of the people that were actually burning down police stations. The person that burned down a police station actually only served a few years in jail. A few years, that's it. And then all of these people that are peacefully protesting outside of an abortion clinic to stop people from killing their sons and daughters are now being pr tried for praying. That's our First Amendment right. So what Trump needs to do when he gets back into the White House is immediately retract the FACE Act. The FACE Act has been used against conservatives for no reason at all. We saw that Trump is one of the most conservative presidents that we've ever had by enacting the super, the Supreme Court justices that we needed to overturn Roe v. Wade. He got over, Roe v. Wade overturned. Now, he used his executive power that he had at that very moment to an elect the Supreme Court justices. So that means that Trump takes advantage of the fact that he's the one that appointed that Supreme Court justice. So I give him the credit for the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Now, at the same exact time, we know that he has this view because he said it beforehand. Now, in now times, he's changing what he says, and he was using some of this stuff against DeSantis. It's all political play. He's pro-life. Now, when he gets into the White House, we need to make sure that he continues down this path because of the fact that it's very, very important to save lives. It's very, very important to save the lives of the people that are the most innocent in society. That's what the most important thing is. And you can, and anybody can say, oh, well, how about rape, incest, and, and stuff like that, or, or danger to the mother? Listen, the majority of the time, I mean, I would say 99% of the time, abortions happen when people have sex willingly, 
and then regret that they had sex, and then they want to just not have any repercussions for their actions. So let's talk about the 99% first. I just did. 99% of the abortions come from people that have consensual sex, then they change their mind, okay? They try to have the abortion after that. Now, the 1% of the time that rapes, incest, and the, the danger of the mother occurs, the majority of the time, that is still open to the mom to have an abortion within the first six weeks because of the fact that people know that you have been raped the day of. Even the day after, you know that you have been raped. You go, you get medical treatment. You keep following up with your doctor to make sure that you're okay in the inside. You make sure that you are pressing charges through the court system. At the same exact time as all of this is happening, we should make sure that we are strickening the regulations that we have against rape. We need to make sure that people are so, so disassociated with actually ever using rape in the future because of the fact that they will ruin their lives now. So let's just say you lock them up for life immediately. And then we increase the, the, you increase the side effect of actually killing somebody. So let's just say that, let's just say that if you rape somebody, you spend life in jail. But then at the same exact time, if you kill somebody, you get killed yourself. So now we're increasing all the penalties for doing things that are not flourishing to a polite society. We can't just say, oh, if you rape somebody, you get killed. If you kill somebody, you get killed. It's because then at the same exact time, you're, dis, you're, dis, you're disincentivizing people from killing their rape victims. So we can't do that. We can't have rape and killing at the same exact level of repercussions. You need to make sure that there are two different things here. Now, that's very, very important. Now... With that being said, we do have another article from the Daily Wire. We have terror groups evacuate their positions after Biden admin tips them off of their plans. Now, I'm very scared, like I talked about yesterday, or like I talked about at the beginning of the show. We need to make sure that we are make we are doing the best possible thing for America first. We need to make sure that we are not using all of our soldiers for another war that we're not going to win. We're not going to. And I'm not saying that the United States military is weak. I'm saying that the leadership within the United States is weak. I do not trust Joe Biden to get us into a war. If it was under Trump, I would say yes, fully. Let's go. Let's get this thing. The, uh, if our military recruitments were at record highs, I would say let's do this thing. We're going to win. Um, you know, the military complex of the United States is strong with us. And uh, we can defend our allies abroad because of the fact that our military soldiers were just killed. But it is not this time. We need to make sure that since the beginning, like I said at the beginning of the show, we were actively telling um, Iran to not fund anything. But all that we said, all that we said as Americans is don't, 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 ah, don't, don't, don't. All that we said was don't. What does don't mean? Listen, Iranians don't care about your don't. You can do, you can don't don't anywhere you want that the Iranians don't care. Joe Biden has been countlessly saying, oh, if I had one message for you, it's don't. And then all of our military officials don't. Okay, so don't. What will happen if I do? That's what Iranian, Iranians are saying. That's what Iran is saying. Don't. Oh, what does that mean? Oh, that means that there's going to be no repercussions. Let's do something. Let's kill three military officials in the United States. Don't. Oh, well, don't. Well, I already did it. So what are you going to do now? That's what they're thinking. So 
Um, if you were stronger on Iran from the very beginning, we wouldn't be in this situation. If you weren't just using a one-word answer to explain don't, then you wouldn't have to actually worry about them actually doing something because they knew that you were serious. Instead, you you told them one word, don't. And then they're like, well, what if I do? You're like, but don't. Okay, what are you going to do if... <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense here. Now, moving with the article, the Iranian-backed terrorists responsible for murdering three United States soldiers and injuring do dozens more in an attack over the weekend have started to evacuate their bases after President Joe Biden's administration leaked to the media this week that they were gearing up to respond by carrying out sustained bombing campaign. The, New Year the news came out after NBC News reported on Wednesday that the United States retaliation retaliatory strikes would be a campaign that lasts weeks according to the united states officials i do not trust joe biden to lead this war the officials went as far as to say that the united states could target iranian targets outside iran and the campaign will involve both strikes and cyber operations the report added like i said we wouldn't have the situation if joe biden didn't give them six billion dollars to use for whatever they want and then or military officials says well this money is highly tracked and this makes sure that they are not spending on anything that they should not be able to spend on okay but you give somebody six billion dollars they don't have to spend terror with your money they can spend it with their money now because their money is freed up doesn't make any sense here a united states official further telegraphed america's forthcoming punches by telling abc news that these are going to be a very deliberate attacks deliberative strikes on facilities that have enabled these attacks andrea sticker De deputy director and research fellow at the foundation of defense democracies fdd non pro-liferation and biodefense program criticized the biden administration for tipping off the enemy about what its plans were yeah i completely agree why did they tell the media this it doesn't even make any sense. It's like they're telling the media this so they can purposely get them out of that area so then when they bomb them, nothing happens. They're shooting a couple camels in the ass and shooting out down empty buildings because they're telling all of these people 24 hours before that they're actually sending a missile over. What the heck is this? They're killing our military officials and you're telling them, leave the area, please. I just want to do this so I look good in the, in the general election. Please, just leave. It doesn't make any sense. That's what I mean. He's all for himself. All that Joe Biden cares about is himself and how he looks. He does not care about the longevity of the United States because he's, he's dying. He does not care. What he cares about is looking good so he can win another election against Donald Trump, in which I really hope that it does not happen. So with that being said, we're going to end off this episode here. If you did like this episode, please like and subscribe down below because I do have new episodes of the show every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. And I hope they have a great rest of your day.